0: Welcome to the BEAM Yoga Podcast. My name is Julian Hankins. Today, we're going to be discussing a particular yoga theme. Join me today with our yoga teacher. Melissa Mayo. joins me on the podcast today to discuss our three major Bandhas. Bandhas are our energy locks or binds that we should engage while practicing. Engagement of the Bandhas will better our alignment, better our posture, and better our practice. Hey, Melissa. Hey. Welcome to the Beam Yoga Podcast. I have Melissa here with me today, and I'm so excited to have you on and um, what you're going to be talking about. I think it'll be really, really useful and um, just like new language kind of to bring to <laughs> yoga class. So, um, first, where are you today, Melissa?
1: Well, hello, first of all, and thank you for having me. What an honor. And I am in Dallas, Texas right now.
0: And so I know Melissa. I met her in Dallas at our uh, yoga studio called Yoga Pod. And we're, um, we both have kind of overlapping or our classes are right next to each other. So we always see each other in passing. And I have been to a couple of her yoga classes and um, really just like the way she taught and um, wanted to have her share something um, that could be useful to some other yoga teachers. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. So what is your favorite, or actually, I'm going to first say, um, ask you how did you get into yoga I got
1: into yoga about 5 years ago I was in Dallas working a corporate job and I had just graduated college and just completely stopped working out I think a lot of people do that it's really mm-hmm. easy to do that and in sitting in a desk all day and not working out and you know having money for the first time in my life, I found myself like going out a little bit more often and just not taking care of myself emotionally or physically. So my friend, my dear friend, Elizabeth encouraged me to try yoga and actually got a group on for some studios around town just to explore different spaces, different teachers, different formats, and fell in love pretty quickly. Um, you know, with the workout itself, but also just with the I have a lot of anxiety, I'm sure any of my friends can tell you. And it really helped to learn how to quiet the brain and just be able to sit in silence or lay in silence. And it just became kind of a moving meditation for me. So I fell in love with doing it and then decided to take my teacher training. And I learned then that yoga is a lifestyle. And I've just been trying my best every day since then to follow it and to help others hopefully better themselves too
0: awesome thank you so much for sharing that yeah yeah I know it can be such a transformative thing to bring into your life so that's cool Absolutely. to hear how it like where you came from five years ago and where you are now
1: <laughs> yes I feel like I'm a completely different person since introducing yoga into my life
0: <laughs> yeah definitely now yeah. <laughs> it's like all your whole life (laughs) Um, as I know you're teaching a lot of classes so that's really cool yeah so what is your favorite yoga theme to teach lately
1: lately one of my favorite themes is the bandhas Um, so bandhas I learned in teacher training they are energy locks or energy binds and we have three major bandhas in our bodies our mula bandha, which is near the perineum, you know, for women, it's the kegels, actually the kegel area. The second is our udiyana bandha, which is in the navel area, similar to when you squeeze in navel to spine and kind of activate your core. That's our udiyana bandha. And the jalandhara bandha, which is our third, is the chin lock, which is you know, similar to tucking chin to chest and kind of activating that energy. So I've been teaching Bandhas a lot lately because the more that I'm practicing, the more that I'm feeling these Bandhas activate. And I've felt how much they're changing my practice. I'm, you know, feeling that engagement from the Bandhas and experiencing all the benefits from that. So I've been trying to incorporate Bandhas in my teaching to try to, help others, not only in their asana, the physical yoga practice, but even in sitting for meditation, you know, if you engage your bandhas, I've been studying more and more and practicing more and more. And I've noticed that when we engage those three bandhas, you know, when we're lifting the pelvic floor and squeezing navel to spine, and we have a tuck of chin to chest, the spine just grows so long, it lengthens out, and you're able to sit so much more comfortably, A, in your meditation. But then also I have been starting to feel such more engagement. Um, You know, I feel stronger. I feel better in my core, my foundation. And I'm sensing energy flowing a little bit more easily up and down my spine, which is very important. That's (laughs) to further the yoga lingo, that's our shishumna, which is a nadi, which is an energetic channel where energy you know, flows. And so whenever we can more easily have energy flow through the shishumna, we have just such more engagement. And so I've been teaching bandhas. I haven't quite taught nadi's in class before, but mm-hmm. I've been teaching bandhas a little bit more in class and it's been really fun seeing it click for certain students, um, and watching them find that engagement, you know, a lot of times when you say those cues, you notice they'll grow an inch, maybe three inches taller. So it's been really fun teaching that theme lately and just kind of helping people learn as I'm learning as well.
0: Yeah, that's so cool. And as you're talking about even, I like see myself or feel myself like <laughs> engaging. <laughs> now nice. What you're telling me yeah. to engage just sitting here and like you do, you feel more open, or like, you feel your muscles a little become a little less tense, like in your neck or something as you tuck your chin.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you're getting rid of that compression and just lengthening out. And mm-hmm. yeah, you can do it just sitting down in your desk, um, you know, get rid of that arch in your lower back, get rid of that compression, and it's just more comfortable. It's you're stronger, you know, each vertebra is just stacked right on top of the other. And yeah, it's been really fun to learn more about it and to teach it more as well
0: yeah I love that and so I know you see it in the reaction or um, as they engage that bond uh, you see it in their posture Um, have has anyone mentioned anything to you or as you've started to incorporate these into class or do you just see it more in their facial looks facial expressions and (laughs) um and like their reaction and whatnot
1: well a little bit of both I definitely you know I'll see light bulbs click sometimes Mm -hmm. with people and that's always fun to see Mm -hmm. but I taught a banda series so it was a three-week series first we went over the mula banda we did poses specific for that banda you know poses that you have to engage the banda to go deeper poses that Once you're doing the pose, it's a little bit easier to kind of understand that subtle movement engagement that you do to engage the Banda. And so I've had a few students come up to me and say, I felt it. I felt the engagement. I felt stronger. I was able to get deeper into this pose. So I've had students come up to me and say that as well. And it's just so nice to have them share that with you because you know they're all excited as well whether it's a pose they've been trying to work on for a while or pose they've been trying to get deeper in it's just it's just fun when people are getting excited about something that you're just as passionate about.
0: (laughs) Yeah definitely and it like validates that what you're teaching they're getting. Absolutely
1: yeah yeah it's also just kind of an appreciation like I appreciate you doing this Bonda class and teaching it because you you don't have to you know there's almost a script to every single pose that you can say but sometimes you work a little harder and go a little deeper and try to help the students and come up with these verbal cues that are deeper and a little bit more meaningful and purposeful and it's nice whenever it works
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah yeah definitely. it becomes really rewarding especially like it can be such a far off idea for some people absolutely. who maybe yeah. just getting into yoga and a little bit more like abstract and not really knowing how to engage those muscles or understanding why they're doing that and so yeah whenever they it clicks and you like get to see it in their eyes and as well as like a verbal confirmation that mm-hmm. um that they get it then it's super cool and super rewarding absolutely yeah
1: makes it all uh, worth it
0: Yes, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so, how do you like to incorporate the bandhas into your class or classes? Yeah.
1: So, I teach a class at Yoga Pod. It's the Pod Hot class, and it's a Bikram style class. So, it's a set sequence and it has a lot of standing postures. And over time after you know teaching it for almost a year, practicing it for almost a year, I'm seeing how important the Bondas are in these poses. And I'm almost lost at how I was doing this for so long without even really focusing on engaging the Bondas until maybe about six months ago is whenever I really started to deepen my knowledge of the Bondas. I started to incorporate that more into the pod hot sequence that I was teaching specifically in the standing poses that we're doing um, you know we have to engage our core in a lot of those standing poses and specifically there's one pose um, forehead to knee standing forehead to knee and I don't even know how I was doing it in the past without (laughs) engaging bandhas but we start out that pose just working on foundation. So we're standing in one-legged Tadasana, one-legged mountain pose, which is where you're standing. One knee is lifted, 90 degree bend in the knee. So your knee is in line with your hip. And we spend 60 seconds there on either side and it seems so easy. And then you start to talk about the bandhas and you see the students make these little subtle changes, movements, and you see everyone growing a little taller everyone getting rid of the compression in their lower back. And instead of just engaging their leg and using their quad and their hamstring strength to lift up their leg, they're using their entire core, meaning their entire spine. And so it's been really awesome to see all of those little differences. Um, But yeah, the entire class is just full of standing poses. And so it's been fun to teach the Bandhas in that class. And I'm seeing a lot of differences because it's a fun class to teach for many reasons. But one of the main reasons is it's a lot of the same students that come almost every single class. And so you're seeing their progression as they practice more and more. And so getting to see that every single class, see them progress and grow and learn more about the bandhas and the engagement, um, it's fun to see but that's a really wonderful class to teach the bond is in
0: wow that was such a good example and yeah it really just sees like it's an example of how you can really implement that during class and how it changes the person from the inside out yeah so cool and so um Oh, I was going to ask you, when you said you started deepening your, um, your knowledge and your education of the bond is about six months ago, what resources did you use? Were you just like using a certain website or did you refer to a book to deepen your knowledge on this subject?
1: Well, I started having a desire to just go back to study board, just the foundations of yoga. So I actually went back to my two hundred hour teacher training manual, and I just wanted to entirely reread the whole thing. And in doing so, I got back to the bandhas, and I remember learning about the bandhas whenever I got my training. And you know what you said earlier, it being an abstract term. That's that's so true. You know, you hear it. And it's just so subtle that you don't really think much about it until you experience it. And so whenever I was rereading it, I had experienced that engagement, but then to be able to kind of put it into words and just have that refresher, just sparked my knowledge more. So I went back to the teacher training manual, learned a lot there. And then Yoga Journal has some wonderful information on poses and going back to specific poses seeing which bandhas were engaged and then starting to incorporate that into my practice. So a little bit of reading and then a little bit of application as well, because that's such a great resource for advancing your yoga practice is having your own personal practice. You know, you can have instructors give you verbal cues, but whenever you're by yourself, you're doing, you're feeling, you're breathing, you're moving at your own breath pace. There's just a little bit more magic that happens there. So, practicing at home also helped me figure out how to engage, which bondas to engage in which pose. So that's how I furthered my knowledge. My knowledge on the bondas.
0: Perfect. Thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah, of um, and so, what other poses are? Um, uh, Let's see. Yeah, what other poses do you like to pair with the theme? Uh, Any side bend. Um,
1: Side bends for me were just, they used to all be about the stretch, you know, very passive side bend. And there's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes, some days, that's exactly what the body needs, just a juicy stretch. But if you're looking for more activation in side bends, your mula bandha, your pelvic floor lifting, and your uriana banda, your core banda squeezing navel to spine, I started engaging those in side bends and noticed a complete difference. And again, when you have your bandhas engaged, your spine is so long and strong and stacked. And so I started to focus more on, you know, let's say if you're taking a side bend over to the left, I used to just compress my left side and let my left rib come closer to my left hip. And I started instead to keep the spine long, to elongate, to focus on my bondage. And I noticed that I was still getting just as much of a stretch. It was just a little more active. You know, you're still keeping the left side body long, but you're pulling because you have that activation and that engagement, you're able to further pull the right side body the right ribs the right hips over to the right and find just a little bit more depth so I love side bends I think those are a great practice to focus on bandhas the first two specifically the mula and the udiana.
0: cool I love that um yeah it's like a different way it's a more like controlled way of being able to practice because you're really you're taking on the pose like from a different perspective rather than just the external muscles you're like going from the organs basically absolutely yeah yeah you're just
1: going a level deeper which is a cool thing about yoga it's not just about you know in this pose we engage these muscles but it's about that full body activation while using your breath to help you go deeper
0: yeah, definitely. And the alignment and how your blood is flowing and are you closing any part of your body off or mm-hmm. um are you like are you just out of alignment and your your joints aren't where they should be basically. <laughs> yeah, you're
1: hurting yourself. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool. Is there um are there any others that you want to share or is that your like all-time fave?
1: Yeah, I think those are my all-time fave. I mean, and any pose, you're most likely gonna have a specific bonda engaged. You know, Jalandhara bandha is a little harder to find poses to engage in, but a bridge pose, for example, that's a good one of where you're tucking chin to chest and lifting up the hips. And so that's a fun one to work on Jalandhara bandha, your chin to chest. That one is still a little more abstract and obscure for me, but you know, over time, I'll just learn it more and it'll help me also be able to teach that one a little bit better.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it's, it probably comes in layers with being able to um, you know, you get it yourself and then eventually you're able to talk it through with other people. Yeah, so.
1: absolutely. Cause
0: experience
1: is probably one of the easiest ways to learn.
0: Yeah, definitely. And like you can go through class and um, do it with them. But at a certain point, you want to be able to do it to just be able to say it without having to do it. And you have that muscle memory of what it feels like. So when you're thinking about it, you just you just know.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, that's a, in my opinion, that's a sign of a good teacher, because then they're speaking and giving you those helpful verbal cues and then going around and adjusting and also looking at students and seeing exactly which verbal cues are needed. Whereas if you're still, you know, having to be on your mat and doing the poses, you are not able to do that as much. And I know that we all start out there when we're beginners, but stepping off your mat and looking around at your students is just a good way to learn because you're seeing what people do. You're seeing which verbal cues help out the most. So you're learning as you're teaching.
0: Exactly. Yes. I love all of your advice. This is so, (laughs) so much good information and I think helpful. And, um, I know I definitely, it's like inspiring me to want to start to talk about this more during my classes. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. Um, okay. And so where are you currently teaching right now? I teach at YogaPod.
1: I teach at we Yogis at several of their locations around town. And my home studio where I got my teacher training, my 200-hour, I'm getting my 500-hour there, and I'm helping out with the 200-hour teacher training is Sautya Yoga. It was previously Namah Shabaya. So those are my three locations, my three studios that I'm teaching at right now.
0: Perfect. And yes, those are all in Dallas, Texas. Yes, ma'am. And is there anything else that you'd like to share or um, where can people find you on social media as well?
1: Yeah, um, I think I've shared everything that I wanted. Thank you for allowing me and giving me this platform. You're welcome. (laughs) As far as social media, I am active on Instagram. So you can find me under Melissa underscore underscore Mayo.
0: Thank you for listening to the Beam Yoga podcast. This podcast is for both yogis and non-yogis alike. Whatever stage of the journey that you're in, I hope that you can take bits of this podcast back into your class, back into your practice, or back into your day-to-day life. Until next time!